Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Locust Golden Hour podcast. My name is Christina. And I'm Lena. And we are your hosts. So this podcast is about sharing stories, advice, tips, and all things surrounding university and student life. Today, we have a special guest with us to chat about midterm season. So Joel, would you like to introduce yourself? I would love to. Uh, My name is Joel. I'm a second year data science student here at the Waterloo campus at Laurier. And I'm also the Locust 6 Community OCA this year. Great. Cool. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So we like to start with a little bit of an icebreaker question. So what fictional character would you want to be and why? I did a lot of thinking about this one. I don't know if you guys have seen Naruto, but I would fully be Sasuke from Naruto if I could. Okay. <laughs> Sasuke? I thought you were going to say Naruto. <laughs> no, I, Sasuke is like Sasuke or Shikamaru, the top tier characters. Okay. <laughs> I feel shameful to say that I've watched a lot of anime, but I haven't watched Naruto. It's the one I haven't really? watched. <laughs> yeah. I've watched like bits and pieces. Isn't it like kind of long? Yeah, it's long, but I think it's worth it. 220 episodes, but apparently a lot of them are fillers. Yeah, I kind of, I like fillers. Those. Do you like fillers? No, you watch like every single? You're not a fan of? <laughs> no, I like I filler. I don't There's know. No I fun. There's no point of it. No, they like they don't add on to the story really. So, I feel like the filler episodes are fun though. True, I like yeah. some of the filler episodes, but like, like sometimes it's like them going on an adventure, like a side quest or something, and like, like they go into a backstory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, backstory. I, I like that stuff. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I think if it's like too much filler, then that's annoying. But I don't mind a little sprinkle of filler, you know. <laughs> True, yeah, but like Naruto has like episodes on episodes of filler episodes so like it gets Uh-oh. annoying at some point but like, like the story is the- really good okay you like the action then yeah exactly okay okay that's cool <laughs> i don't mind filler episodes but i think sometimes it's nice to watch even if it's not so important oh my god it's like if our life is a show and every episode matters even if it's a filler <laughs> <laughs> that's so deep Lena, what fictional character would you be? I always, I would say like Katara from Avatar: The Last Airbender. I don't know if you watched it. Like, I just want to be a waterbender, to be honest. And I like, I would say like I'm, you know, the person who keeps the group together, like plans the events, maybe a little bit of the mom of the group. Um, Yeah, I don't know. A little stubborn but also it turns into like I guess determination more like it um yeah I think like I relate to like her ter- determination maybe like a little bit stubbornness as well um but yeah I think like she's like a strong independent character you know like I'm gonna fight and heal but like I don't know <laughs> um yeah I kind of relate to to her like character characteristics of like you know strong mental game kind of so yeah I would say Katara what about you Christina um I can't think of a character that I relate to or think is like me I can think of a character that I think is really cool that I'm nothing like but would be fun to me (laughs) because you mentioned Avatar I'm thinking like Toph is really cool I'm nothing like Toph (laughs) but she's like she's so strong and doesn't care about what other people think I don't know. I'm nothing like her, but it would be fun to be her. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. She's like, 
I mean, wait, Joel, did you watch Avatar? I have not. No. Oh no, I I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, you, it's okay. You can spoil it. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't matter. Um, I just think like she's like really cool. Like everything she does, like literally, she could like I don't know, throw a rock at me, and I'd be like, thank you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's, she's, yeah. she's also blind, but she's stronger. She's one of the stronger benders, even though she can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> you should watch it, Joel. <laughs> My guess. Uh, so anyways, midterm season's coming up. I, oh, I don't so know excited. if that will. <laughs> I don't know if midterm season will allow you some time to watch Avatar. But uh, you guys got any study tips? Well, what I like, I like to, like, during, when I'm studying for midterms, I like to just read over my notes. So, like, the first thing I do, kind of kind of go over what I need to know for my midterm I look at the syllabus and like kind of my professors usually just give me like an ex- a midterm exam layout what the exam is going to look like what topics are going to be on the midterm I like to look at that and then kind of go over that part of my notes but that's kind of the first thing I usually do for say for midterms nice and then like after you like read your notes over what's like your next step then uh Usually, because I, I have a lot of math and kind of like computer science courses, so like practice problems that I have from the textbook or like even retyping kind of different codes that I have, just making sure I'm like practicing the craft and stuff so I'm like ready to do it tomorrow because like what usually on the test that I'm given, it's not like questions that I've done before, but it's using the same kind of solutions that I've done before. So as long as I practice the solutions, I should be able to do it on the midterm. So I just kind of repeat that and then repetition usually just helps me memorize it. That's really smart. I think like even if you're taking a course that doesn't include math, doing practice yeah. questions or quizzing yourself helps a lot because I used to only read over my notes or like because I type my notes. So I would write mine like on a notebook to because I to help myself remember better rather than typing. But then if I didn't do practice questions, all I did was rewrite something that I had previously written. So like practice questions help me exercise the application more you know yeah 100%. for sure I think like um being able to like understand the process is really important because like Joel you said like you're not given the same question that you practice but if you understand the process you'll be able to do it so like really understanding the whole thing will actually like help you be able to apply it in on the exam right yeah, for sure. And then also what worked for me last year might not work for me this year. Also with the new, yeah. well, I know some people are in person again this year, but I'm still entirely online. But it would take a lot to get used to being in person again um, if you hadn't been in person classes in a long time. So what might work for you might not work. Um, what works for you might not work for others. And that goes with all the study tips and stuff like that. Yeah, you mentioned it earlier, Christina, like how you like type your notes and then for studying, you just rewrite your notes. I like really enjoy just type like writing down my notes in class because that like helps me memorize it more than like typing it does. But yeah, that's just me. It could be different for anyone else. For me, I write really slow. So typing is a lot faster. <laughs> that's right. And then also I make so many mistakes. So and I like writing in pen. So I feel like it's just easier to backspace. Yeah, yeah. And the writing is messy too. That makes <laughs> sense. I like 
for me, it depends on the class. Like if I can get the slides in advanced and like if I can download them, like I have an iPad. So like if I want to take written notes, I'll like write on my iPad. But my handwriting's also messy. And like when the professor is talking really fast, like you really have to like summarize and like, you know, write the points down. So sometimes that can be hard. But then like some classes, it's just easier to to type. So I think for me, it really depends. Um, but in terms of like studying, I also kind of like to go over like my notes and then like either summarize or rewrite them. Um, but I know like it's not very active study when you're doing that. So like you need to do something else as in like, like everyone was saying, like practice questions or like testing yourself. Like I definitely find that um, studying with a friend to like, test me is really good um I like like going back and forth and like coming up with questions that I think um they'll ask on the on the exam yeah, yeah. I, I think studying with a friend is really interesting because like on for some people it might be a distraction but like if you sometimes if you study with a friend they might know stuff that's going to be on the midterm or like know some information that maybe you don't and you guys can help each other like with that and then through that you're you have more understanding of the material so Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes working with a friend can be really helpful. What I like to do is spend some time studying alone and then I go and quiz with a friend because okay. sometimes it's more counterproductive if you go into study with a friend and you both don't remember the material. <laughs> yeah, that's it's exactly like you both want to kind of know like what you're what you're saying because imagine like you ask a question like both of you don't know it. So like that like might not be productive. Um, but like if you both kind of know what you can help each other where like you need the most help or like it, maybe one person knows it a bit better and like you're kind of hearing it in a different way. Um, and I also think like for me, at least, like I, I always remember what my friend says. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just talked about this with Christina like five minutes ago. <laughs> and I'm like, what did she say? That's like what helps me um, when I'm studying with a friend. But I know it can be really distracting. So I think like, setting like timers or just being like okay let's grind for like this one hour and then we'll like take a break together or like we can chat on our like off breaks of like five minutes and 25 we like will like study so like mm -hmm. I know it can be tough because like you want to just chat about like literally anything else um but hopefully like if you if you are productive with your friend like I definitely recommend like quizzing each other yeah, you can even have Go ahead, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I remember last year for like my econ exam, me and my friend were texting and then we wanted, we both wanted to focus, but we were going so off topic. So we said, okay, what we're going to do 25 minutes on of studying and then five minutes we'll text for that five minutes, kind of go off topic. Or if you even want to talk about the material, go for it. Then another 25 minutes, another five minutes back and forth. We just kept doing that for the rest of the night. And it actually went off really well. Like we were able to focus on the material for a good 25 minutes. So it was nice. The Pomodoro technique. That's what it's called, right? Yes. I literally use that all the time, even when I'm sitting alone. <laughs> good. It's called that because it's, it's supposed to be like a little like a, Pomodoro timer, right? Like a tomato timer. Oh, yeah, yeah, tomato timer. <laughs> yeah. You can find a lot of those like on like the internet. Um, there's like also like this other thing where you can like study with like a celebrity or like put like it's like a pomodoro timer and you can just like the person studying it's like you're on a call or whatever <laughs> if you don't if like you don't want to stay with a friend oh yeah like if you just <laughs> no. want company but you don't actually want to talk because it distracts you yeah it's then... called oh sorry because keep going 
Oh no, I was just thinking like then you could go into those Zoom study sessions where nobody talks, but like people have the camera on, so it makes you feel like you have to be held accountable. I yeah. saw one on YouTube that was for K-pop fans listening. If you like BTS, I saw one on YouTube that was like it looked like a Zoom call, and it was all the BTS members looking like they were studying. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that <laughs> that's what I was talking about. It's called Life Dot at io i don't know it's like i was looking i like was intrigued so i went on to like go see it and it was like kind of cool like um you don't have to like study with a person like you can just be like a a background if you like summer like chill and then if you want to listen to music they provide music too but i i like blackpink they're like k-pop bands and they had like rose one of the members it looks like she's studying so i was like let me try this and it's pomodoro so i was like this is kind of cool like if i if i don't have friends to study with i'll just study with rose like <laughs> so yeah. it's really funny like oh i'm just studying with rose the most popular girl ever you know like i don't know <laughs> i know some people even have um discord servers with their friends where they have like a channel that's just called like study hall or something. So then they just go into the voice channel, but are deafened or on mute. And then it's just nice to have company sometimes, even if you're not taking the same course as them, you can just study together. You were talking about kind of Zoom calls earlier. And I wanted to just bring up that the Zoom study sessions that professors like hold or even like TAs or IAs, those are so useful, even if you don't have any questions, someone else might have a question that you didn't even think of. So like you can get a ton of information about the midterm or like any other questions just from the study sessions. I think the best thing you can do is go to events and resources that are offered to you because they're there to help. Like they can't do more harm than good. They can only help you. Um, I think sometimes it might be hard to study in your room because if your bed is right there, it's so tempting to just like jump over there and go take a nap. But um, yeah. so sometimes it's easier to study on campus too. I remember in my first year when I'd be on campus all the time, um, I would study in between my classes. Say I had one that was like 8.30 to 11.30 and my next class was at like 2.30. I would just stay on campus in between then. And then when my last class is finished, I just go home and then I'm done for the day. So do you guys have any secret study spots on campus at the Waterloo campus? Because I know some on Brantford, but I don't know anything about the Waterloo campus. We know this is all you. This is my first year on campus. So. <laughs> um, yes, I do have a secret study spot. But if I reveal it's not secret anymore. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. No, I'll definitely share. Um, my, one of my favorite study spots would be in the Peters building. Um, that's where like the teaching and learning center is. And on I think it's the third floor, to be honest, it's been a while. So on the third floor of the Peters building, um, that's also where like the teaching and learning center is located. There's this little like, this like nub, like this little like area um, that has like four little individual study spots. Um, it's like a little cubicle, kind of like office vibes, but like, it's just such a nice place to study just cause like, it's it's really quiet. It's just, it's a place where you can individual study and like really grind. Like I just like the vibes of the Peters building a lot. Um, it's like a really pretty like bright building, which like I don't know. I feel like it makes me happy, like all the colors and stuff. And same thing with um, Laz. Like they have a lot of really good 
individual study areas or like if you're if you were studying in a group and you could um there's like individual study spots that are like also made of glass and there's like window like not window there's like sunlight that comes in from the top so i personally like to study in the peers building and last those are my like top two not so secret secret <laughs> soft spots <laughs> the science building also is really good uh they have a bunch of desks just set out for people to study there and then there's like this aquarium just behind it which is just really nice to look at but yeah it's a really nice spot i find myself studying there a lot an aquarium or a fish tank, sorry, not an aquarium, like a, <laughs> a really big fish tank. It's, it's just a fish tank, but it's still, it's still nice. It's still oh, really nice. Word. I just didn't think of the word at the, in, like, at the moment. I said aquarium. My bad. Wait, that's still so cool, though. I would get distracted and just watch the fish all day. <laughs> the one really cool nice. thing we have in a building here on the Brantford campus is a plant wall in the RCW, the Research and Academic Center. That's, like, kind of the main hub of campus because there's so many classes there we have the biggest lecture halls there and by biggest i mean 200 people so i feel like you guys have a lot bigger lecture halls on your campus but um there's a plant wall there like it's just a bunch of like leaves and vines growing on the wall yeah that was my favorite building to study because most of my classes were there they have a bunch of little tables and little cubbies so you can feel more in your own space but i think there's a bunch of other ones in the S.C. Johnson building. Um, if you guys don't know, on the Branford campus, it's all old buildings like that were from the city of Branford that Laurier bought and they were just repurposed. So the One Market Study Lounge was a mall that was bought. I guess it was called like a One, one Market, like the actual mall. And so Laurier bought it and now one of the big sections of the mall is a study space. And there's like tutorial rooms there and stuff. And it's really nice. Like like Lena, you said you like the colorfulness of that one place that you go to. There's a lot of colorful like squares in the carpet. And even if there's not a lot of windows, it's bright. So yeah, it's like how I don't think I can work on a gloomy day. That's that's so really cool. Nice. That sounds like really nice. I think also, Christina, isn't there something opening up really soon in Bedford? There is in the same place in that mall that Laurie bought in one market there's a games lounge so I don't know if that's open yet but I heard it would be open around the end of the month which is now um if you guys are listening to this podcast later right now we're recording it at the end of September so it should be open by then it's a games lounge that has like a bunch of consoles like video games you can play and I don't know what else is there, but I'm sure there's a lot of things that you can do. And I will for sure be going there on campus. I think there's also like study spots. Like, I think like you can, there's like the games area in the front and then like the like tables, I guess. So it might be a bit louder in terms of studying. But if you prefer, if you like the background noise, like I think that could be a cool place to study. A lot of cooler places on campus. I missed it last year being online. I was just like in my room at this very desk for all hours of the day. <laughs> yeah, it was a grand old time. Like while I was at home, like when, like when it wasn't during lockdown, I had this YMCA kind of close by to my house and that had like the library there. That was always a good study spot for me to go to because it was chill there. There were people there, so I knew I wasn't the only one working. But it was really nice there and I could focus on my work. Yeah, sometimes I want to go out and study, but I don't always 
like, you know, when you go to a coffee shop, you have to buy something. Sometimes I don't want to spend money on a $6 coffee. So um, the YMCA in Brantford too, it's the first, one of the first partnerships with the university, I think, the Y here. But they have on the, at the very top floor and it's like surrounded by glass, you can kind of see the street. There's a study space and you can only get up there with your Laurier One card. So it's like student safe up there, even though it's a public building. So that's also a good place that you just reminded me of. That's awesome. In terms of like outside, like off campus, like study spaces, do you, I know we talked about like, you know, if you don't want to spend money, but like, is there a study spot that you like, like off campus? I'm trying to think. Personally, um, like, I like bubble tea places. Like, um, there's this place in Waterloo called Now Tea. Well, when they had tables set up, it was a really great study spot because um, there's like, outlets <laughs> um there's like outlets so you can like charge your laptop and i mean bubble tea and study like that that to me is is a great thing so if i wanted to get something i would definitely go to the bubble tea shops it sounds like the dream that sounds amazing i wish there were more bubble tea spots in brantford <laughs> there are currently two <laughs> there's like lots here i like haven't even been to that bubble tea place yet that's crazy Got a lot to try. Turn the I corner, really turn the corner, bubble tea spot. Turn the corner, bubble tea spot. <laughs> same so plaza. There's like two in the same plaza. I was like, wow, who thought that would be a good idea? But go off anyways. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, Joel, since it's your second year um, and your first year was entirely online, um, have you figured out if you like to study on campus or like at home better since you've had like both experiences? Oh, I was a I'm a big fan of like learning in person I think it just makes it easier for me because I get easily distracted so like with my bed behind me and with like everything else around me I get easily distracted when I'm at home like in my room so like even like when I'm studying just on campus or in a lecture I find it a lot easier for me I'm also missing in-person classes right now um because I I'm at Conestoga for my third year, but I'm still a Laurier student, like it's part of my program. Um, but this course is delivered online, whether or not COVID was a thing, because it's just an okay. online program. And I miss going to campus so much. I'm in Zoom classes all the time. <laughs> yeah, same here. I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's so many distractions. Even if you remove them, like I can literally like put my like phone, like throw it across the room and like lock it somewhere. But then like I don't know. I'll get distracted by like the little things on my the knickknacks on my desk or like I don't know. It's like since everything's online, like it's just it's just crazy. You have like 50 tabs open. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I have a ridiculous amount of tabs open. It's unreal. Oh, I can't do that. If there's too many tabs open, like I have to close it. I can only have what's what I need open. I have like seven different windows open too of like like 20 tabs each. Like it's ridiculous. Not do that. Me too. Me too. And I, <laughs> like it's weird because like I hate it, but like I need to have all of the tabs. And like, you know how you can like close it and then like the history like bring it up. Like I just don't want to yeah. do that. I'm like, oh like it won't save like, I know it saves all my work and everything but like I'm just like no I need to have them open like quick access exactly <laughs> you, you yeah. have it like where you left the window exactly <laughs> yeah literally and then like oh my gosh like I have so many 
applications open like I just have to remember to close them because they'll like slow down my computer when I'm on like meetings and stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a fun time man it's a fun time if I ever got distracted in my room I would take my laptop and then go downstairs and like try to work on the couch and living with roommates it made it a little bit easier because we all are in work mode during the day that's smart yeah can you hear the geese in the background i heard heard that a little bit (laughs) well welcome to waterloo you can hear the geese in the background um for context for our listeners if you couldn't tell i'm outside right now in a very nice study spot actually it's like right outside the library um and it's like in the fall slash summer or like warmer months like this is a really nice study spot um you can hear the geese outside (laughs) um but i was gonna say like it's a really that's like really smart too because i feel like when my room like my my room kind of reflects like how like the state i'm in like if it's a bit messier like you know it's like midterm season but i think it's like really nice if you like clean your spot up because like you feel good you know like you don't have to like search for things or like it's not like a, a chaotic mess when you're trying to like type on your laptop so maybe even like cleaning your room to get you started I feel like kind of starts you off in a nice spot because you're like oh I was productive you know I got something done so that could be a good strategy to use as well you just reminded me to clean my room I have I do too <laughs> the clothes on the ground <laughs> yeah it, if you're listening yeah. to the podcast don't forget to clean your room. It'll help you <laughs> with school. It helps, yeah. Like, whenever I clean my desk, like, just looking at a clean desk is so satisfying. It's so nice to look at. You know when, like, someone comes over and then you have the sudden urge to just clean? That's how I feel right now because we're talking about <laughs> clearing our spaces. So it's been a while since I've taken uh, an exam or a test of any sort because we had the whole summer and I didn't take any summer courses. So I'm a little bit nervous. Um, do you guys have any stories about midterms or tests? Like maybe like a horror story, but then a silver lining to it or just something funny to share? I've had a few bad midterms. Well, like this one midterm, I don't know if you guys have used web work before, but like you'll get, uh, you'll get the answer like right away. So you'll find out whether you got the answer or not right right away so like the first few questions I was doing I thought I was doing fine but then I like entered it and then it kept giving me the wrong answer and this was bad back then but I like used to panic like it happened during my g1 test as well like if I got a few wrong answers I would start to panic and then I would like lose track in my head so I was kind of like losing track of what I was doing just kind of writing down whatever for these questions and it was like continuing during like the rest of my test so that it kind of went downhill from there but the exams later on kind of went better that's good yeah I feel like the first few like you just don't know what to expect and then like it's hard to like like no matter how many people you listen to you don't know until you experience it yourself and so like everyone's experience is really different and like there's there's been midterms where I've like done so poorly and I was like what the heck what the heck happened like where did I go wrong like was it my studying or like did I start soon enough or like what was wrong you know and I think hopefully like every time like I guess you learn from every time you do it I like you'll be able to experience different things because every class is also different in the format they give it so like 
you know Joel was talking about like web work and then there's like there's ones where it's like all like a paragraph maybe it's a take-home exam um or like multiple choice so like I don't know I think it's very it's very different um but I guess you can kind of like learn from your experience even if it doesn't go too well the first time yeah for sure and especially with the difference with online and in-person exams like I haven't filled out a scantron sheet in so long um but it's a different environment like being surrounded by everybody in like a quiet room and your prof is at the front of the room um but I know even for online tests and stuff, um, we had a lockdown browser. So, you know, you have to show your room with the camera. And then um, if you're using a piece of paper, you have to show the piece of paper. But um, I don't remember where I was going with that. But yeah, it's different in person or online, but you get the hang of it, even if you're not used to it. I actually have a story about like a lockdown browser. Um, you know, like the practice quiz, like the practice quiz they make you do about lockdown browser. So, for like first year students who haven't done it yet, like essentially like you get to practice um, using Respondus lockdown browser. Um, it's just ask you a question about like what you can do, like if stuff goes wrong. It essentially just to make sure it works, right? So like this was like I think we had two midterms in that class, so it was like the second one, and I was like been working fine like I'm they usually recommend you to do the practice um the practice one every single time you have a test to make sure it's like updated but like that time like I didn't and I was like it's fine like it's I've never like redone it in my like other classes or whatever so like you know it's it's midterm time like it's I don't even know maybe it was seven o'clock I don't remember but um so I go in and like open it and then it like isn't working and I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh what's happening so I'm like I'm like freaking out because like I literally didn't know what to do even though like you know they like they're like okay you can email this person or like do this when things go wrong so I'm like panicking but whatever it turns out I need to update it so I was like how long is this going to take to update it took like I don't know it felt like 10 minutes maybe I feel like it wasn't that long but like I say like five to seven minutes to update and I was like oh my gosh because the period you can start your exam is like I think for this class was like 30 minutes so like 10 minutes out of that and then you have to do like the environmental scan and like everything else when you get in so I was like freaking out <laughs> whatever so obviously like it's updating whatever I get it and like everything's fine but I think the more of the story I'm trying to say is do the practice exam or just make sure your technology is working before like don't assume like after that experience I've always done the practice quiz like no matter what and it's always like usually working but it's like that one time that you didn't do it and then it just like doesn't go right right or sorry yeah so it didn't it didn't go right that time so for everyone listening do your do your practice quiz <laughs> more of the story do practice quiz and don't panic I try not to panic <laughs> I have I have kind of another story about the not doing the practice quiz. I was visiting my friend all the way at UFT and I was not near home at all. I didn't have any of my stuff with me. And then I'm just checking my phone, just casually checking my email. Then I look, I see an email from my linear algebra prof. He's like, hey, just to the general population of students, remember there's a practice quiz due tonight. Uh, if you don't write this, you can't write the actual midterm. And then it is a, it's like 1115 and it's due at midnight and I have none of my stuff with me. So I'm like freaking out with my friend and I download Respondus Lockdown Browser on his computer, even though he didn't really trust it. I ended up having a camera in my bag because I got it in to get fixed. 
So I got lucky with that. And then I was like rushing to get this done. I printed off like grade scope papers for like from my friend's printer. I wrote down whatever answers they asked for and I got it in just on time. But oh my it was like one of the scariest Whoa. moments of my life. <laughs> it was the worst. But yeah, get make sure check if you have practice quizzes and get them done. Wow, I'm glad you you got it into. I was really stressed listening to the story. I, was like, <laughs> I hope it has a good ending. <laughs> no, I was able to write the midterm thankfully. What was the the worst part about it was like the next day he's like, Ashley, I'm just gonna extend the deadline for the practice quiz. So it was not fun. <laughs> At least you still got it in. At least, yeah, thank God. I kind of have a story like that, but about an in-person exam. So for one of my classes in first year, it was one of my first midterm tests ever, I think. Um, it was in first semester for sure. And the actual midterm was in a different room than we normally had class because it was in, we had it in a smaller room, but then the test was in a bigger lecture hall so we could be spaced apart better. Um, but I went to the normal room because I guess I forgot or I, I didn't. <laughs> hear that my prof said it's in a different room so I was waiting outside I was like um I usually go early anyways but I went there early and nobody was there so I was like okay it's just because I'm early I love how I just saw someone walk by <laughs> <That's> me, <laughs> me <too. laughs> um so I'm usually there early and no one was there so I thought it was fine but then the actual time for the test was approaching and nobody else was there so I was like something is wrong and I messaged one of my friends who's also in that class um, I was like, where are you? And he was like, where are you? <laughs> and so luckily it was in the same building and I just like went downstairs and my whole class was waiting outside the lecture hall there. Um, but it could have been bad if I didn't have anyone to talk to in that class and I was just waiting outside in the wrong <laughs> room. Um, I remember in that exam as well, um, you know, at the top where you put your name and then your instructor's name, um, or any other information, um, he gave us extra points if we spelled his last name right, because it's a more difficult last name, and um, he thought it was important that you know your professor's name, like how to spell it, what titles they like to go by, and whatnot, so apparently out of, I think it was a class of 70 or 80 people, like 20 people remembered how to spell his name, and luckily I was one of them. So yeah, I could spell my professor's last name and I got like an extra bonus mark for it. But yeah, that's basically my story. <laughs> so awesome. everyone should remember how to spell your professor's name if it's hard, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> they might like that you remember it, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a good idea. I was just I was just saying also, like I had another story <laughs> um, about like an exam. I. So I was writing it, it was in person, and it was like, you're supposed to transfer your answers for the multiple choice to the Scantron, but apparently I didn't, apparently I didn't see the Scantron, and like <laughs> all of the, which is so weird, like I flipped through everything, or like, I don't remember like what happened exactly, but I just wrote my answers in the wrong spot is the moral of the story, so at the end everyone was talking like oh like yeah like whatever and then I realized there was a scantron or something and then I like emailed my press and I was like explaining like I'm sorry like I didn't see it like can you still mark it whatever like obviously the nice whatever email way professional like email um but that it turns out a lot of students like didn't write their answers like <laughs> in the right spot so they obviously marked it but 
I guess the the moral of the story is make sure you like listen to instructions, make sure you check all the pages, and make sure you like you put your answers in the right spot. Um, because if you don't like, they won't mark it sometimes. Um, usually they're nice, but like obviously don't like purposely write it somewhere else. <laughs> I know like sometimes you have to like write in like like your final answer in one spot and then like your rough work in the other spot and they'll mark like certain things. So like just be aware of that. Don't don't be like me. <laughs> It's like one of those classic memes. Have you seen where it's like, dude, what answer did you get on the question on the back? It was like, there was a back. <laughs> check every side of every page. Dude, yeah, it's important to check all the page. My friend, this was high school, but still my friend missed the whole page of our math exam just because he didn't check the pages, which is ridiculous. That's a lot of questions. That's why sometimes when I finish too quick, I get nervous. I'm like, I feel like I did something wrong. Like when I finish and I sit there and everyone's still writing, I'm like, I definitely did something wrong. And I just look over it, look at every page multiple times. You know, if the like if you're in person, they have like a page with like, okay, there's like 12 pages in the exam document. Like tip, check if there's 12 pages. Like you're so <laughs> that's the point. That's why it's there. So like like just in case maybe your your package is missing something that's why it's there so like I would say like what I started doing was like going through all the pages seeing like okay like this is the multiple choice place and this is like the short answer and making sure like everything's there and that I know like this is the whole exam so I don't actually miss the page or anything so that's that's why that exists um and you probably should check if it's all good so by the time we this episode comes out. It should be around the end of reading week, I think. So I hope my future self has used reading week to the best of my ability. Um, but do you guys have any tips for making the most out of your reading week and also having a good balance of resting? Because I know it's very much well needed. Yeah, I think just balancing out your whole week is important. Maybe on one day focus on one subject maybe the next day focus on another not kind of loading yourself with either the last days where you're going to study the whole time but like kind of just spreading it out throughout the week I think is important yeah like planning ahead um what I like to do when I study and even write a paper is like on Monday I'm gonna study week one and two on Tuesday I'm gonna study week three and four and like go over the learning objectives and stuff so planning your reading week out maybe not by the day depending on what works for you um but yeah planning ahead and doing a little each day definitely helps yeah i agree and like also just remember it's okay to rest like all like you need to have that balance as we spoke about so like don't spend all of your time like grind like i i mean it's good if you're grinding every day like all the time but like take breaks is what i'm trying to say um and like if you at the if you at the end um, like feel <laughs> like you didn't accomplish that much, don't beat yourself up for that. I always find that like, I don't know, after reading week, like usually I don't get that much done or like as much as I wanted to. But I've also come to like the realization like reading week is like meant to also be for rest because you like it's just a stressful time and I feel like you need to take care of like your physical and mental health as well just as much as like um you know your well-being and and getting good grades or whatnot so like it's okay if you just wasted wasted 
I'm doing the I'm doing the bunny quotes for our listeners. Um, wasted your reading week. Um, because it's not wasted if you're like taking care of yourself. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important. I think kind of forgot to bring it up for like study tips, but I think it's important to take breaks. Like during that, just kind of focus on your mental health. Make sure you're feeling okay mentally. I think that's really important as you're studying. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nice to give yourself a little treat too. Um, sometimes as an incentive for finishing something, but also just like treat yourself sometimes. I have my my treat McFlurry from a Friday night and it's Saturday morning right now. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes it's good to treat yourself. Take care of yourself. McDonald's always treats me right. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. McDonald's <laughs> never fails me. <laughs> so Thank beautiful. you, Ronald McDonald. I can get a junior chicken and a, and a drink for five bucks. It's such a, it's so beautiful. Yes. The student pricing. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, that's everything. Did anyone want to add any last minute thoughts about our midterm or like reading week or anything we talked about? think I'm good I think just want to say good luck to everybody listening if this is your first time going through midterm season it may be weird and unfamiliar and hard but you'll get through it and then you'll get through it again next semester (laughs) exactly yeah that's all I can say too good luck everyone it's going to go great for all of you just don't be stressed and it should go well Awesome. Well, thanks, Joel, for joining us. Um, You're a great guest, and we really appreciate you being here. Um, But yeah, as always, you can check out our podcast at 5 p.m. every single week on Fridays on literally every single platform you can think of, as well as YouTube. And as always, see you next time. And until then, stay golden. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.